girl, are you Pokemon 35? Because you added this world. Welcome to Daycare Dittos. <laughs> Welcome. <clears throat> oh, yeah, hello. Oh, that's all I oh, had. Sorry. That's I all. I should have said, said hi, y'all. Sorry. Hello. <laughs> that's all I we'll got. Get a We'll get an intro uh, smooth one of these days. So Dave has fine. it down. Dave has it down. He has a joke, and we're supposed to like awkwardly laugh at it and then say yeah. hi. <laughs> Is that our routine? <laughs> well, that that opening was clefairly awkward. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> we'll get it together one of these days. Well, speaking yeah. of getting it together. Oh, there you go. Oh, the beard just exploded <laughs> into my face and on my computer. That's going to be the kind of episode it is because... This is the episode of regrets. This is the episode of what could have been. Yeah. You know, this is like Rico from uh, Napoleon Dynamite, where he's like, I could have thrown a goddamn football over to the mountains. He could have been the quarterback. Nintendo could have sported a nice pink mascot, but they didn't. No. Could have been Pikachu. But no. (laughs) This is the story. Of Clefairy. You think you know me? You have no idea. This is the true life of Clefairy. Remember that on MTV? <laughs> Clefairy is just more interesting in every single way, so. I agree. I agree. Another Pokemon where its middle evolution is probably more popular. Um, it's pink. Yeah, wow. It's star-shaped. It's an extraterrestrial. It's a fairy. It's a fairy. It's weirdly... The first fairy weirdly music themed but yeah. like not like jigglypuff is more music themed in the anime and everything but like jiggly is like you know <laughs> jiggles, jiggles, jiggles. It's, it's like it's like it's jiggling it's like it's like boob and butt theme but like yeah. and then puff is like the cuteness where clefairy uh, it's like strip- clef as in what Go on. There was a strip. There was a strip club uh, close to my friend's apartment that I never went to, but um, we always joked about potentially going to called Jiggles. Oh, uh, I kind of want to go to that. I've never been to a strip club in my life, but I would go to that one. Strip clubs yeah. with names that are just on point and Wait. slightly gross are the best because there's one near our apartment that recently exactly closed. What's yeah. it called, Sarah? It's called wet. And not only is it called <laughs> not only is it called wet, but you have to be 25 years old to go into that strip club. Well, 25. now you also have to have you have to have a time machine to go into the strip club because it yeah. is closed. Yeah, it was so crazy. So- I was just talking to Dave and Peter before the podcast. I, I was telling them I used to bartend for about seven years, right? So all the dudes I used to bartend with would love to go to wet after work. And it was just so funny because they were like, yeah, I got my fake ID. It says like I'm 32. I'm like, shit, man. Like, when did I have to get an ID to be like over 25 years old? You know, they need a fake ID so they can go there, rent a car. uh, (laughs) But it's like they they base it off of your age and also the dead stare in your eyes to let you into wet. Yeah, I think it's basically to uh, make sure that you have like a job, maybe. Yeah. So that you have oh, money I, and you're I not just. It reminds me of the Futurama episode where uh, I think they start aging backwards because of like, I don't remember. I think they fell into like the 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 
well of eternal youth or something. And the professor says, oh no, I've de-aged 10 years. Now I need a fake ID to rent ultra porn. Yes. So <laughs> they must have episode. had some, u- they must have had some ultra porn in, uh, in wet. Oh yeah, Probably. that's for sure. That's for sure. I just love Zoidberg's evolution. Through that, yeah. I would love to see an evolution chart for Zoidberg. Um, but yeah, it's weird because, like we were saying, you got boob and butt plus like a puff. But this Clefairy, the clef, is music themed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I-, I learned that when I was researching. I had no idea that Clefairy had any, or Clefa specifically, had anything to do with music. Also, the original beta names, which were accidentally used in the German anime were uh clefairy was named aria yeah yeah and, and that's Clefable like... was called uh areola <laughs> it was actually areola and i thought that was a really pretty name i was like oh i can name my kid that that's really nice it's a really pretty Airy. yeah but they're gonna be I... called areola if if you name your oh, kid that now you've ruined it for me <laughs> it's but... just yeah I remember, I think of uh, in college, uh, other podcast, Calling All Creeps, co-host of mine, Matt Ryan. Uh, I don't know why it's his full name, but... Um, oh, I love Matt. I love Matt. But uh, we used to play wrestling. and I used to play wrestling with him, too. Ooh, different kind. This was an N64 <laughs> kind. And you can make your own belts. And we would have a certain night every week where we would all compete for the same for the belt in the game. And in the game, we named it the Hariola Belt. Ooh. <laughs> Which is uh, the word we describe for when people have hair growing, that hairy ring around your, your nipple. Yeah. For, oh, for people with hairy oh chests. God. It's called the hariola. I wonder if there's a medical term for that. There's got to be. I just described yeah. it. It's the hariola. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, Clefairy. I have a hariola. Same. Pee uh, pee. <laughs> yeah. Pee pee. Pee pee. Hey, uh, I would love to have a cliff fairy and then go to Japan and say, you want to see my PB? <laughs> you want to see my PB? Well, you got the pre-evolution, which is uh, P. You want to see my P? Um, or is it pronounced pie? I couldn't decide. P- oh, it might be pie. I think it's P. Shortest you know uh, Japanese yeah. Pokemon name. Yep. Oh, yeah. I stole that. You did. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I think it's cute. And then Clefable's name is Pixie. And I think that's adorable pixie. because if you look at its little wings, it kind of looks like it has a little pixie haircut kind of. I don't know. That's just what I think about when I when I look at Clefable. Yeah, it's like they're... Black Francis and, you know. <laughs> they're fucking adorable. Little... They really are. They're really good looking Pokemon, I'm going to say. Yeah. Clefairy I... PP like we discussed. I loved learning that Clefairy's name is PP because I think back to playing Red and Blue when you walk up to the person who's like, I only like cute Pokemon. Ugly Pokemon can suck my fucking dick. Uh, <laughs> wait, like wait, wait, outside, wait, wait. I think it's like outside of Bills, like on the road to Bills when you pass the Nugget Bridge, which, you know, great name for a bridge. But uh, there's like a random Clefairy standing there. And anytime you see a Clefairy, it says PPPPP, like P-I-P-I. Oh, Oh well, yeah, you're it's right. Spelled, it's spelled P I P P I, so I I read it Pippi. Yeah, but when it but basically it's just like in the way that uh, 
in the anime, a Pokemon will say its name. Yeah, it was, right, it right. was like that, but with a Japanese name. So I, I thought it was pretty cool. Hmm. Um, and that that was super interesting for me. Uh, and there's a couple other things I'll get into shortly about Clefairy's place in Red and Blue that I kind of like went back into my brain and brought up um, now knowing what I know about Clefairy. But uh, also, it's I think it's beautiful that this is a Ken Sugimori designed Pokemon. Um, recently on Instagram, not on our, our daycare dittos, but on my personal Instagram, CreepyNJ, uh, a friend who you may remember from our Charmander episode, Rocket's Hideout, Val, he is now making t-shirts and to test his machines printed beautiful uh, t-shirts of the um, final evolutions of the Kanto starters. And I just tagged it with Ken Sugimori and got the most insane amount of likes just based on that. Oh, and geez. it made me super happy that people appreciate his art. Um, yeah. I also, uh, Sarah and I went back to see my parents now that we're all vaccinated and good. And I was able to pick up my Prima strategy guide for red and blue. And uh, the reason I bought that using my um, Borders gift card as a child uh, was so that I could open it up and just redraw all of those drawings and see all the different art. Because a lot of that art is Ken Sugimori, those like, you you'll know them if you see them. It it kind of lo- I don't want to say watercolor, but it's like that super. It's like blotchy, light, um, pastelly almost. Yeah. Style. Yeah. Little little short guys almost yeah. like they they all they all seem stumpier. But the color I, on it is just beautiful. It's and like fades I, to has, white. I feel like all the color fades to white always. It reminds me of spit shading, which is like a uh, traditional tattoo flash painting method. Um, and it's just beautiful. And a lot of that art was either for promotional stuff in the booklet, but it was also used for the Cardas. I don't know if it's Cardass or Cardas cards, which uh, people know. It's kind of like, you know how we had the tops cards in the US that just yeah. had the Pokemon and some facts. There are Cardass cards from Japan that are now getting super popular, but they basically would have a uh, feature like Ken, Ken Sugimori art. And some facts or a map on the back, and it's just beautiful art. So, like having that book and seeing the art and just all of it together, yeah. and then hearing Clefairy is a creation of this man. It kind of all fits together, and I just love it. You know what I uh, really miss that uh, I don't know where they went, but when you bought the games back in the day, red and blue. They came, you know, games came with a little manual and um, with red and blue, there was the uh, pocket trainers guide. And it was mm-hmm. just a, you know, a little, um, I think it, it was like brown on the front and it just says, you know, Pokemon pocket trainers guide. And it just had like all these beautiful pictures from Ken Sugimori and, um, you know, tell you about like all the gym leaders and have their pictures. And, you know, if you, uh, fight, uh, Misty and you win, you get the cascade badge and then Pokemon up to level 30 will obey you. And I, I, I just sat there, you know, cause you couldn't play Pokemon 24 seven when you were a kid because your parents would say, Hey, Peter, 
uh, bedtime. Hey, Peter, um, you know, gotta walk the dog. And um, then I just take the pocket trainer guide with me and I just look at them and I was just, you know, uh, I wonder where they went. But that that was my uh, little Ken Sugimori um, uh, love. My uh, Shout out to my younger brother, Jason, friend of the pod. Um, he is looking he to be. have me uh, rebuild his Game Boy Advance, which out of all the Game Boys, this boy always had a Game Boy in his hand. It was great. And I was talking about it to my mother and said, yeah, you can I can actually replace it with um, a rechargeable battery that recharges on USB-C. So you can you know, you don't have to buy all those double uh, A or triple A batteries. And she was like, oh, my God. Because, like, my little brother had a Game Boy Advance in his hands at all times. And his Game Boy Color at all, mostly his Game Boy Advance. He's a little younger. He yeah. had that constantly. And the amount of batteries that that boy would go through. I mean, uh, and another reason to bring him up is I wanted to shout out. He uh, recently just finished up or is finishing up his live decks in Sword and Shield. He played through and beat every single Pokemon game except for the Diamond Pearl. Um, Do you era. know what he's missing? He's missing some legendaries. Some legendaries. I think, like, yeah, I think it's mostly just legendary and special event Pokemon, like the Ansi and stuff. You can only get an X and Y. Mostly if I X get a, and Y. Yeah. If I get a Hoopa, that's going straight to Alec, but anything else <laughs> he can have. And I might still have some that he's missing. You know, I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but I in X and Y time, I had a live Dex. And since then, I haven't really committed to it. But in X and now Y time, dead. oh yeah, no, they're all in my Pokemon home, living a happy life and in, in, in application in my phone. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> Basically, it's just like I look oh, you at like them periodically. That, uh... <laughs> I look at them periodically, but uh, yeah, I had a live Dex in the X and Y time, and it was so time consuming. I spent about seven hundred hours playing X and Y. <laughs> crazy! It was absolute craziness, but it kept me and... sane. Yeah. rightfully so yeah <laughs> but even what jason said like with the legendaries and weird things um he's like pokemon go will have an event sooner or later and with pokemon home you can bring it over so well the thing with oh, pokemon really? go here's the thing though because i i started transferring some of my pokemon go into my pokemon home dude you need to like you can only transfer about eight pokemon at a time and then you need to recharge your transfer item for like six days before you can ship over like eight more to your Pokemon home. It is so annoying. I'm like, how? Wait a second. I'm like, I have to wait six days to transfer the Pokemon that I freaking caught. And mind you, you cannot transfer special event Pokemon into your Pokemon home. Really? Really. So I have a shit ton of shinies in Pokemon Go that I worked really hard for and I traveled to get. And I can't even transfer them into my Pokemon home. So they're going to live in Pokemon Go forever. <laughs> Pokemon purgatory. Seriously. It's like they're in jail. It's not okay with me. Wow. I mean, they never made it particularly easy to transfer your Pokemon anyway. Because That's I remember uh, Pokemon Park uh, transferring from like um, <sighs> Sapphire, Ruby, Fire Red and Leaf Green to Diamond and Pearl, you could only transfer six at a time, and then you'd have to go to basically a safari zone and track them down. And uh, that was crazy. If, you had to yeah. like re catch your Pokemon, and you can only do a certain amount at a time. Like, come on. 
it's kind of what it's exactly what that feels like with the Pokemon Go thing. And I don't understand like why they just make it so difficult for you to transfer the Pokemon you've already caught. Um, you know, it's just it's just so I don't know, it's just so annoying to me. <laughs> you know, you develop like a sentimental attachment to them and you gotta work yeah. so hard to just transfer them from game to game. It just doesn't make any sense. But I, I guess that's yeah. you know, that adds to the difficulty level, I guess, sometimes to Pokemon, because yeah. I guess lately I'm, they've been really easy in the games. I'm not going to leave Sergeant Squirts behind, you know? <laughs> he's co- exactly. He's coming with me. Exactly. Um, or my um, <laughs> my German clauncher named Scampisto. I mean, he's coming with me. I love him so much. I just want the 10th anniversary Pokemon to live on because, like, as we said, we went and visited. Uh, by the way, happy birthday. Yes, happy birthday, Peter. Peter. Oh, thank you. And we talked about some of our best Pokemon moments in our lives. And the 10th anniversary was one of our best friendship moments. And I would love to be able to enjoy that via Pokemon in my home. So, you know. I think the only Pokemon I have left from... Because I got four altogether. And two of them were Pikachus. And uh, they died because they could not transfer. So the two I have left, I think, are a uh, Suicune and a, and a Raikou from that day. So they, they fucked up on mine and uh, ended up giving me, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll pick yours. And then they just gave me two Raikous. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then they're like, oh, we'll do it again. And then they gave me, like, a third Raikou. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I think in the end, I only got, like, I think I got three Raikous and a Pikachu, a flying Pikachu. So. uh Man. You are the Thunder God. I and the thing is, like, I used to hate Raikou. Then I realized, like, I just looked at it a little bit, and I'm like, it's like a tiger with a mustache. Yeah, yeah. you made that like, epiphany so recently. So you're like, whoa, I love Raikou now. <laughs> and bringing it back, it also has like a Clefairy tail, a mm-hmm. tail that's like Clefairy Squirtle. They have that kind of like poofy tail, and I love it. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go back to Clefairy, I guess. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, yeah, we didn't start off the episode like that. Well, we did, but we've discussed I, this I so many times before. But Clefairy was supposed to be the original mascot of Pokemon. Um, as much course, as we all want it to be Voltorb, I mean, <laughs> it makes so much sense. Lacks. Pokeballs. Yo. No, but Pokeballs are... Snorlax was heavily featured in a couple of the ads, though. Magazine ads, there was a lot of Snorlax. Yeah. Weirdly, I mean, Snorlax and Poliwhirl were featured constantly. Poliwhirl's just a good-looking Pokemon, though. Poliwhirl yeah. was front and center... He's a handsome boy. Yeah. ...on the cover of Life magazine. <laughs> or yeah. Times? No, was it Time or Life? I, I forget. One or the other. He's mm. just a handsome boy. Um... Snorlax canonically can pull ten Pokemon, if I recall correctly. Canonically, canonically yeah. can. Don't make fun of him. Uh, <laughs> so, in the original pilot episode of the anime, Clefairy was supposed to be Ash's starting Pokemon, um, and that comes from the manga. Where in the manga, longest running manga, there are of course multiple storylines. Pokemon Pocket Monsters, uh, the first one the main character has a Clefairy instead of a Pikachu. 
So that is the Japanese manga. Even the one that we read here or get translated is not that exact one. Um, so that was like early, 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 early uh, manga. Um, on top of that, in an episode, uh, it's called Lights, Camera Upped Action. Uh, there's a main character, Red, in a movie that uh, Ash and Gary are watching. And Clefairy is Red's main Pokemon. So it's a throwback oh. to what the original series was supposed to be. And of course, that manga. Um, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Also, uh, probably gave up the limelight because it wanted to pursue its love of teaching in Pokemon Stadium. Yes! <laughs> we used to sing that song to each other randomly. It's like not even a song. It's just like Clefairy, yeah. Clefairy, 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 and then um, yeah. it, it's for those who it's don't Simon. know. Yeah, it's uh, it's a memorization game where you, uh, every round you start with four inputs, and then it gives you six inputs, and then it gives you um, all the way up to twelve inputs, and then the person who gets the least amount of memorized, uh, it's just uh, uh, directions on the D-pad. They get knocked out. And the person who um, makes it to the end, um, who had the most or got them all right, um, they're the winners. And I wanted to look that up because I love the little uh, jingles that they do. Mm -hmm. And... Um, in Japanese stadium, they actually don't say anything and they don't sing anything. It's just Bullshit. the tune. Bullshit. Um, and then in, you know, the United States, you get them uh, saying Clefairy, Clefairy. And then oh, when they're... The teacher Clefairy. Yeah, teacher with the Clefairy little glasses. Horn-rim glasses. Oh, yeah. it's so cute. Oh, it's so cute. And then in French and German, um, in, in French, the Clefairy is actually speaking French. So it, it'll, it'll actually say in French, hey, listen up, remember this, um, which I thought was interesting. And then in, in German, it, they're actually saying um, uh, their German names, which I think are actually closer to the Japanese names. So it's like saying pee pee, pee pee, pee pee, pee. Pee 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 pee. Sing pee pee. Just sing it. Sing it. Pee pee. <laughs> pee 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 pee. My sister calls me pee pee. Aww. So you're a yeah. you're a Clefairy. You're a Clefairy yeah. at heart. Yeah, but she calls it. She calls me. Uh, she spells it P E E P E E, not P I P P I. Yeah, <laughs> like better. the wizen, like the wizen urine. You're a wiz. Yeah. Um, Pokemon Liz. Do you know what's wild too? Like that's a really normal Pokemon. I know at me it, it changed later, <laughs> but normal Pokemon had the best mini games because no one like there's no mini game better than the Chansey Egg Catch. I need to like, play this. I've never played that game. Oh, uh, we need to Chancy just egg catch. So I think it was Pokemon Stadium Two, and oh, you was are that the chance... left and R, yes. like uh, L and R buttons? Yeah, you're, I remember it now. You're a Chansey who's for some reason in France, and they're playing like French music, and you do L to lean left, R to lean right, and you have to catch every egg. A hundred eggs fall, but you also have to dodge 
the Voltorbs that fall that'll shock oh, you and make you drop oh, that eggs. That sounds way up my alley. Okay, it's so that so sounds addicting. way up my alley because I love mini games. Here's a fun yeah. fact about Sarah. Okay, I was a monster at Mario Party Four when I was a kid. And when I'm talking about kid, like I was like four or five years old, I would wreck house in every single Mario Party from Mario Party Four and up to the point where nobody will play with me anymore because it's just not this- fun. Including the stadium Dave, games are better play... than Mario Party. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, well, Dave still... Dave and I have never played Mario Party together, ever. Me and me and Malden did, and she beat me very, very strongly. I'm like, I just... I don't know. I'm like competitive in a, in a way that is annoying. I'll just have fun, and then, you know... Yeah, Mario Party is cute um and, and fun and then somebody it's like monopoly somebody gets way too competitive i remember well, I mean, competitive to a point like okay so for example dave and i had a had a friend our friend tom i don't know peter if you know tom but yeah had him over I think at I once. <laughs> and he and i just loved dr mario and we just uh. were playing <laughs> we're playing uh. dr mario on the, uh, the Nintendo yeah. Switch Online. My friend Alec also really likes Dr. Mario It is the well. best. So I grew up playing Dr. Mario with my mom. So my mom had the original Game Boy, and she would play Dr. Mario all the time when I was a baby. And then I would play it and lose, obviously, because I just was not hand-eye coordinated at that, at that age. Yeah, but anyway. Baby. Babies are bad at video games. It's so true. It's so true. But as I got older, I got obsessed with Dr. Mario. So Tom challenged me to it. And every time we were playing this game, he'd be like, He'd sing this really awesome song. He's like, I am going to win. Oh, it's the same thing. It's the same thing with Alec. He he comes up with lyrics to uh, the Mario song. He says, he says, his are rude. It's you will never win. There was a time with a friend of the pod, Rusty and I were playing him. Uh, It was right when the NES classic came out and he was like, you will never win. You will never win. I am great. And you are bad. And you will never win. And he would just like sing. And he will like sing about what's happening in the room at the time. Yeah. And Sarah finally so beat him, which is like yeah. the revenge for how many times he destroyed us. But yeah, oh but Pokemon yeah. Stadium. Alex uh, sings, uh, got to meet the Yankees and they're all nice guys. <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Mario for having the best freaking music out Great there. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Especially when it gets like, bom, 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 dude, bom. and they only have three songs. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> Thank you, Nintendo. Mm-hmm. More like Nintendo. So, what's the next fairy fact? Uh, I want to talk about Pokemon Pink version. Oh yeah. So is that the is pornographic one? Ooh, no, that's cock version. Uh, <laughs> which is the one we own. That's lick a tongue on the front. So recently, data miners were discovering different things. That's why we got a lot of these beta Pokemon. They were able to get the code for the Space World demos for gold and silver and red and blue. Yeah. But I um, love watching uh, YouTube videos about the found stuff because it always makes me like really like, oh, man, what if? So this is a big what if. Um, So the data miners were breaking apart Pokemon Yellow and they started finding things in the source code that were referencing Pokemon Pink as as well as Yellow. Um, and this was all basically brought to the front by Pokemon historian Dr. Lava. A lot of great, great facts come from Dr. Lava. Look them up on uh, Twitter. They also show up a couple other places. But uh, 
the source code for Pokemon Blue and Yellow leaked on, um, this is a tweet, leaked on VP yesterday, and it's almost certainly legit. The code references Pokemon Pink, a possible companion game to Yellow. It seems it ended up getting scrapped, um, likely Clefairy and possibly Jigglypuff um were in there so they scrapped it but the code which would basically have differences the same way there's red versus blue the code would be like if you know if yellow then show this if red that if pink then this um wow so bulbapedia writer snorlax monster also lends credence to the claims citing that japan only game boy color frames uh game boy camera frames showed a bunch of things that were Pikachu and Clefairy cuddling together, pairing um, them together. And a lot of the advertisements and different promo frames for other Nintendo merchandise is kind of reminiscent of what we're seeing with Pikachu Let's Go uh, or Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Mm-hmm. Um, other yeah, things... Eevee stole, the, stole the, the, the Clefairy place. Um, also they were saying there's potential and talks who knows if it's legit or not, but there were talks of a female trainer being the lead in, uh, Pokemon let's go pink or Pokemon pink. No, yeah, I, I was reading a little bit about this too. And you know, a, a lot of it had to do with the fact that they wanted to market their crowd more to not just young boys. They wanted young girls to also you know, adopt the franchise as much as they were targeting young boys. So, um, you know, it would have been a good move on their part, I think. And it also makes sense, too, because Clefairy was supposed to be the mascot Pokemon. It, it, it was from the beginning. Yeah. Um, so. And it's interesting, I, know, I, think, too I just because think it makes a lot of sense that this is, this is something that they were creating and then scrapped later. It's, it's yeah. interesting because the reason they didn't go with Clefairy for the main mascot is to not alienate the male. Yeah group and then the reason they wanted to make a pink version was to not alienate the female group so it's kind of like they had to find this this kind of middle ground and weirdly enough just having yellow and not releasing two uh kind of built their release schedule going forward because of course we got crystal we have platinum we have emeralds we have all those so um but also on top of that uh clefairy's really real importance and coding into the game is something I discovered today because I was thinking about it and um Polka Doll, which is an item, is Clefairy. Yep. It's a sprite of Clefairy. Um in the game, of course, if you go and uh look at your menu on the original game, you don't see a sprite of the Pokemon. There were a bunch of generic sprites that were used for every Pokemon. Um there was a Pikachu sprite that was added for yellow. Yeah, it was added. It wasn't um, in the original one. But the Clefairy sprite is still something that is used for all normal Pokemon. When you see a Clefairy in the original games and yellow, it is the Clefairy sprite. So, uh, and, and thinking about it on the other way, like the other sprites are super generic to the point where they don't even really... Like, think of the 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 grass Pokemon yeah. sprite. It's like yeah, the one the 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 monster like looking one maybe Nido vaguely res- resembles like a Nido King or a, or a Rhydon, 
Uh, yeah. Then there's the the plants that basically just looks like a flower. Uh, bugs with eyes, just with weird eyes. Yeah. yeah, bugs just basically look like a uh, like I don't know, like a spider or something or a fly's yeah, it's face. Like a weird- it's like an ant with like a bee's head kind of. It's it's weird. Water types basically look like a, you know, <laughs> just a fucking a blobfish. Yeah. yeah. They do look like a blobfish. A blobfish with like a, you know, just a smiley face, a standard smiley face attached to it. Yeah. I think that's like that's it as far as I can remember. And then the other one is Clefairy. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting because they look into the code and they already had it. They added Pikachu. So. Oh, yeah. And then uh, you you got your like Magnemites and your Voltorbs that kind of resemble like a, a Pokeball. I think that was one of them, too. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was. But I, I don't know. It's pretty interesting. And I didn't really think about that and how Clefairy played a big part into the game. Of course, Mount Moon. There is a whole area that is themed after one specific Pokemon, which is pretty cool. Um, Clefairy really plays a bigger part in the original game than most Pokemon. Like, can you think of a Pokemon that has a section that's like, uh, oh yeah, that's that Pokemon section. Other, maybe Bellsprout Tower. Yeah, but that's Bell- in the, the second game. That's in the second game, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Diglett Cave. Diglett Cave. And that's why Hell yeah. I am here to announce Pokemon Brown version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But it's so interesting, too, because they have such a, a designated area. But in a lot of their Pokedex entries, it talks about how rare Pokemon or how rare um, Clefairies are supposed to be. You know, um, I don't know. Like, they're like, I don't know. I feel like they're not the rarest Pokemon out there. But they're just super they're sought pretty, out. They're pretty hard to find on Mount Moon. I think they appear in uh, on one floor 2% of the time. Um, of course, any Pokemon that evolves via the Moonstone is supposed to be inherently rare because you have a limited number of Moonstones you can find. You can't buy right, them. Exactly. So they Clefable, do... Clefable especially is, is a lot more rare than Clefairy to find out in the wild. So yeah, yeah. So I, I think they really do try to keep it like a uh, rare Pokemon. All of the Pokedex entries say like, "Oh, a very loved Pokemon, but extremely rare." Mm-hmm. Well, well, they also touch on the fact that it's an extraterrestrial Pokemon. Like it came like Cleffa. We haven't even mentioned Cleffa, the baby Pokemon of Clefairy. Um, number one seventy three. Yeah, yeah. Came to. Um, Pokemon regions on shooting stars, you know they're from yeah. they're from the the outer the outer space. All of them are. Um, yeah, there's also a rarity that is only kind of like situational with Clefairy, and this is something that bothered me as somebody who never wants to miss anything in a video game. So you're saying Clefairy, there's a two percent on a specific floor. It is very yeah. easy to miss Clefairy because once you finish Mount Moon, you get outside, there's a trainer and you jump off a ledge and you are not able to get back into Mount Moon easily. You have to basically get a bunch of TMs, 
You need to be able to cut to get back and walk all the way around. So if you miss Clefairy on that floor and then hop that ledge to get down to uh, see Lieutenant Surge, you're not going to see Clefairy for a while. So I think the rarity of it too, like let's say you're just in need of a Pokemon Center, you're going to kind of rush your way through and miss Clefairy. So at least the first playthrough, yeah. I mean, yeah, you well, that that first. Later. That first run through. So, I mean, they kind of expedited and that area for a while is temporary or you really need to backtrack to get to it and want to be there. So, I mean, it may not be if you have fly and you're in the later part of the game, of course, you can go find it. But for early part of the game, if you miss it, you missed it. Yeah. And let's not talk about my boy Paris. <laughs> Paris. <laughs> That's when you're walking downstairs. You go to the, the they have a different yeah. texture and there's like those he's leaky also, little waterfalls. He's also pretty rare and so so mushroomy. Um but yeah, as Sarah was saying, uh this mofo come from outer space. Yeah, he do. Extra, extraterrestrial Pokemon. There are canonically Pokemon that come from outer space. And Clefairy's the first one that we found uh, that comes from outer space. Scientists say they come from outer space. Uh, Clefa comes on shooting stars. Clefairies have spaceships that they can navigate. Um, uh, They um, dance around in the moonlight. They like things that are star-shaped or planet-shaped or remind them of outer space. Um, so Pokemon aren't native to planet earth. There is life outside of planet earth or whatever they, uh, the Pokemon world calls their, uh, home. Um, I, I just mean, found a list of Pokemon. Even considered the star shaped Pokemon with star you and star me. Yeah. Uh, I just they, found a list uh, of Pokemon that come from outer space too. Um, I remember what Deoxys, mm-hmm. um, Rayquaza, perhaps, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Lunatone and Solrock, maybe. Yep. Or maybe not. Um, no, and they then are. there's that, that, uh, <laughs> what are those weird ones? Elgium and Behemium oh, yeah. and Behemium. Yes. Those were the ones that I, I want to look up how you uh, say their names. Yeah. They are so weird looking. They look mm-hmm. like uh, something out of... Um, Outer space? What's that? <laughs> <Yeah>. what's that? <laughs> they look like aliens or something. Is yeah. Cosmog on that list? Uh, weirdly, or, no. What about Cresselia? Oh, wait. Cosmog is in the... Um, Extra dimensional Pokemon. Oh, pardon yeah, because there's Pokemon from other dimensions yeah. as well. Kiram, yeah. Kiram yes. is one, and Eternatus. Oh, Eternatus, duh. Okay, that makes but sense. But the thing is, like, when you think about the God Pokemon, like you go to like Arceus, Dialga, Palkia, Giratina, they're more dimensional than they are space. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And then another like Dusk Noir is going into the spirit world, but it's like that at that point, Earth versus space doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that in the anime, there are so many like it's the Clefairies here and they crash their spaceship yeah. like more than the game. Um, 
a group well, of I mean, Clefairy... a lot of your Pokedex entries talk about how they like to, you know, flock toward mountainsides that are actually meteor crash sites. Pretty much. Yeah, it's like Mount Moon, the only reason moonstones exist is because they are legit moonstones. They fell right. from the moon. Which it must be really um scary to live in the Pokemon world if uh meteors are crashing into <laughs> mountains quite frequently. Also, it must be weird to be a Cleffa on uh, on the moon if you're originally from there, because you'll just be like, I'm a baby. Oh, yeah. Somebody loves you. And then you're like, I reach puberty. I'm an adult. Because like <laughs> once you're on the moon, you're just going to become a Clefable. Yeah. Because as we know, a moonstone evolves a Clefairy into a Clefable at any level. So like if you're on the moon, that's like the biggest moonstone of them all. So you're going to like. It's one of those things where like you reach orgasm so hard you pass out because like how do you you evolve so hard like one moonstone you're standing yeah. on a moonstone that has its Don't own gravity. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. <laughs> I I have one more thing. We've only been talking about Clefairy. We're at forty minutes, but I have one thing that blew my mind. Um, and I really want to share is that like an Cle- orgasm that brings you to <laughs> uh to unconsciousness. Like you said, no. I want to talk about something that's the opposite of an orgasm. Okay. Professional gaming. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah and I, a couple of weeks back, currently there is the Pokemon tournaments. Uh, they're doing the World Cup, basically of Pokemon, which is in three categories. There is the Pokemon um, video game, of course, running now in Sword and Shield. There is the Pokemon trading card game, and there is the Pokemon tournament. We were blown away to be watching Sword and Shield and see people's teams, and somebody sent out a Clefairy. Multiple people sent out a Clefairy. Not a Clefable, a Clefairy. Because of uh, the, what do they call that, evil light? Yes. (laughs) It's crazy because I was like, Peter may not know this one because it's actually a newer thing. And I was like, but maybe. And of course, that's what makes you (laughs) Professor Peter. Professor Peter, yeah. (laughs) So it's it's super interesting to me that in the world of professional Pokemon gaming to the point where like when you make a Pokemon that's going into these tournaments, you know what their stats are going to be to a T. The EVs, IVs, every little bit of it is super important. So to send out a not full evolution Pokemon is wild. So uh basically it's a solid eviolite augmented bulk pokemon um and it gives it access to reliable recovery and soft boiled as a move um and it's also capable of functioning as an effective check to special attackers like rotom f and silvely rotom f what is that rotom fire that's, uh yeah that's the uh oven the oven yeah i think um, and of course, now that it's a fairy type, the first fairy type actually in the national decks, um, it has power against dragon. Of course, a lot of people run uh, legendary Pokemon, which most have a dragon typing, but also it gives you magic. Or the pseudo, the pseudo legendaries are also all dragons for the most part. Dragapult, we saw a lot of. Um, we saw a lot of Dragapult. We saw a lot of. Uh, Zacian, the legendary dog. I remember dog. Garchomp was uh, 
was uh, very popular for a long time. It probably still is. I know. Hey guys, uh, I just uh, looked something up. Rotom F is Rotom Frost, the electric ice. The Ooh. refrigerator? The refrigerator. Yeah. And it says Rotom F's high special attack and almost perfect STAB coverage yeah. makes it a, a very effective special attacker. Yeah, so way back in the day, about. they called it uh, Bolt Beam because there was um, uh, ice types and uh, electric type coverage was uh, pretty universal. Like you could hit everything for at least neutral damage. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what they're saying. They say the Brodom F's primary use is a, re- a revenge killer. So, By the Me way, too. STAB. Yeah, right. <laughs> S-T-A-B, or known as yeah. STAB for the listener, stands Same- for... Peter? Same type attack bonus. So if you're attacking, you know, a Pokemon have a type, and that determines uh, what they're uh, resisting, what they're uh, weak against. Um, and then offensively, uh, any type that, uh, any attack that they use, which is uh, the same as the type that they are, gets a 50% damage boost, which, you know, in games like when you're talking about the strength of something if you're it's just a it's a huge number like it 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 means all the difference when like some things uh if they're like a three hit ko or a two hit ko will like change the entire match so or like a one hit ko um but back to the Clefairy use magic guard is an incredible ability, especially in competitive play, where it protects the Pokemon from all indirect damage, which seems like if you're just playing the game, you're like, oh, okay, so weathered and is whatever. So like Clefairy is not going to get damaged by um sandstorm hail, or hail. Sand. Yeah. But entry hazards like stealth rock which is spikes spikes especially when you're playing like those are huge in competitive play just because like you know what's the best thing that you can do when someone sends out like let's say you have i don't know your venusaur out and someone sends out a charizard you're like oh shit i'm gonna switch for my blacks toys so that the flamethrower doesn't hit me like no they don't want you switching all the time so the best thing to do is do a stealth rock or spikes so that every time you change your Pokemon, the change Pokemon gets damaged. So if you have a Clefairy, not only will they not take that damage if you can move them for a wall, but they will also be able to heal themselves. So anything that can, number one, not get hit by a Stealth Rock and also heal itself is super useful. But on top of that, Clefairy can learn knockoff which is huge because let's say you're fighting a Clefairy. If you knock off their evil light, you just have a naked Clefairy in front of you. That's you're they're fucked. Um, they can Hot. learn stealth rock. So they can start that up for the, the opposing Pokemon. They also can learn thunder wave. So they can dodge that heal themselves and yeah. also paralyze for speed. So having that all in the arsenal on top of it with recovery move, they don't even need to do damage with Clefairy. They literally the, are just setting the stage for the other big boys to do some exactly. damage, which is crazy. The scary thing about Clefairy and Clefable too is just 
how in every generation they basically could learn anything. They, you know, if it's if it's a move that's a TM, chances are it can learn it. Like I think, like oh, statistically, like half of the moves in the game are are learnable in one capacity or another by uh, this uh, evolutionary chain. So, like. Clefairy and Clefable are um, very versatile, and uh, they have a lot of good moves. And if there is a weakness, a hole in your team that you want filled up by uh, by something, uh, chances are you can make Clefairy or Clefable fit that hole. Totally, yeah. I, I really didn't appreciate Clefairy, Clefable, Clefa, any of them, until I started doing some of this research and watching the competitive play. And just watching some of the strategies they would use with Clefairy, I was just blown away. And I'm like, you know what? Like, now that I think about it, anytime I faced a Clefairy or a Clefable, I did get my ass handed to me every time. Every time. Yeah. They're scary. Um, Especially you don't when know they what changed they're gonna into do. fairy types. Fairy types are crazy. Yeah. I still don't know what they do. <laughs> I had, do, I had to do write everything. them down. They do it all. Yeah. They do it all. And it's so interesting because Clefairy is the first fairy Pokemon in the Pokedex. I actually wrote down a couple of things about uh, fairies in, uh, you know, old uh, lore. And I also wrote down um, just a really quick fact about fairy Pokemon that I thought was very interesting. I don't know how true it is. I haven't actually looked at this, but... Apparently, fairy types have no differences between male and female uh, sprites. So the male sprite for any fairy Pokemon will look exactly the same as the the female sprite. Um, Another thing about Clefairy is that Clefairy uh, is said to dance during uh, shooting stars or underneath the moon. And this is a reference to... Uh, fairies in uh, you know old lore or like fairy tales where they would entice young men to dance underneath the moonlight and the the men would get so tired from the dancing that they'd be thirsty and then they'd get the consumption which I guess was tuberculosis (laughs) Um, so Clefairy will give me tuberculosis Exactly, because you dance the night away. And then the Clefairy will hydrate only on the morning dew. Yes. So they dance all night, and then they drink the, the, the morning dew in the morning. Clefa. and then they... Clefa does that especially. Yeah. Oh, Clefa? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another thing about fairies in, uh, in fairy tales is that um, one of the wards that you can use against evil fairies uh, getting to you is by having a, a cold iron uh, charm that would ward against them. And they are actually weak to steel type moves. So that's uh, very fitting that fairy that types sense. are weak against uh, steel type moves because of I that. I really appreciate yeah, I always really appreciate how much attention to detail Nintendo gives to all of their Pokemon in relation to the folklore. You know, like yeah. little things like that. It just makes me feel like, you know, yeah, they actually do their research when they're creating these these creatures, you know. Uh, and, and they hold true to some of the ancient things that, you know, 
that I, I don't know that it just it just it's awesome it's awesome to like do this research and be like yeah like nintendo man you really did it you really went all in on this on this pokemon and that's that's really yeah cool. and they're they're looking into uh like they're digging deep into um the the lore of many different cultures and right. societies um and you could you could dig pretty deep um we're probably not doing it justice because there's like an entire huge wikipedia article about fairy lore and i i just knew that fairies were weak against uh, steel in lore and i wanted to know why but it's just because of um you know, just a charm that uh, you could make or which people thought back in the day would defend them against uh, evil fairies. Fairies, of course, being um, angels that were cast out of heaven, but weren't technically in hell when uh, when God cl- closed the gates of heaven. So uh, Clefairy, just a just a fallen angel. Yeah. Yep, from the outer space extraterrestrial world. Love it. I love it. Yeah. Known as the fairy Pokemon, it shares that with Snubble and Grand Bull. Yeah, I found Weird. that I found that interesting that they were pretty much the only only ones that were considered the fairy Pokemon. Cause I guess just because of recent generations there are so many fairy types now. I mean so oh, many. Oh yeah. They're they're you know? flooding the market with fairies yeah. now. Yeah. And, and they're just way overpowered most of them it's just insane like my sylveon can wreck house i got my sylveon from from pokemon x and y and i was able to successfully transfer it to all of my games my god i can can, like mess mess you up i I think (laughs) as a competitive player but (laughs) statistically as a type they have the strongest special defense stat of any type Um, yeah i believe it they're insane they're insane yeah, they're 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 powerhouses, and then of course, you know, like I keep on saying, my um, fourth grade brain uh, was able to figure out steel and dark types, which were new in the second generation. But yeah. I, I still get thrown a curveball whenever I see a fairy type because I'm like, all right, what is its resistances? What is exactly. it weak I against? I have to look it up every time. I'll be quite honest. Yeah. <laughs> I have to look it up every time. Oh my gosh, I'm guilty. Because you have to look at what they're um, what they're weak against, yeah. what they resist, and then as a, an attacker, what their attacks are strong against, and what types resist their attacks as exactly. well. Exactly. I always get them confused with dragon types. I don't know why dragon and fairy types just mix me up so much. Yeah, and I think they were just like Dave said before; they were made as a counter to the strong uh, yes. dragon types, which we're exactly. starting to get. Um, run away with the the meta game just as psychic types were uh, in the first generation, which is why they created the dark type. Mm-hmm. But also, it doesn't really make sense as much. What do you mean? Like steel. It's like fire hurts it. Like steel, like you melt steel, you can melt it, and then like fighting, super effective against steel. It's like you can bend steel with like stuff but like fairy it's all bets are off like you know what well, i mean like a water a, type electric grass cool fire fairy, type but if you think about it fairy is just it's like a conceptual thing it's not a real tangible thing that you can well that's can, why i'm saying it's hard to remember 
Right. Because well, like right, a grass right, type, yeah. like, oh, grass type. What are you going to fuck up with grass type? Yeah, fire. fire. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. But like fairy, it's just kind of like, what? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like psychic, even like psychic is good against fighting. It's just like, yeah, it's like mind over, you know, like you outsmart somebody. Like there's always mind a reason. Matter, but then yeah. they're like, hey, fairy. And you're like, I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> it's like it beats dragon. And you're like, what? Like a drag, but it, but that makes sense to me because you know what? Like dragons are kind of like this far fetched idea too that it's not a reality that we experience. Neither are fairies, so it yeah, makes but, sense that. Well, yeah, and then yeah. fairies are like the greater good, right? Most of the time, fairies are good versus evil dragons. So that makes sense to me. Yeah, but I can make the same reason the other way around. I could be I like, suppose. well, dragons are mystical, and but they're bigger. Uh, than fairies so they beat fairies and... you know who my favorite dragon type pokemon is yeah. it's that n- normal dragon type that was introduced in uh not the last generation but the generation before that what was his name he he looked like a yeah he he looked like a little um like friendly green bearded dragon Drapey? kind of i think so like the in Sword and Shield you're talking about? Uh, no. He wasn't introduced in Sword and Drampa? Shield. Drampa? Drampa. Oh, Drampa's such mustache. a nice guy. He's he looks <laughs> yeah. like a traditional. Yeah. It's he like, looks like a he looks like a flash tattoo. I was gonna say He's so cute. They took like a traditional <laughs> Japanese dragon and they like. Hello kitty him. <laughs> Not even Hello Kitty. They just like rounded him out. And he's just yeah. like, hey guys. Like, he nice reminds dude. me. Oh. oh, I don't know if any of you have played uh Zelda Wind. Waker. I also like Gumi. Yes. Gumi I love. Um, but if you guys have played um Zelda Wind Waker, of course. Grandpa reminds me of the the, the dragon boat dude. True, yeah. Oh yeah, the King of the Red Lions. Yeah, Lions, yeah, yeah, right? Doesn't he have a little resemblance to him? Oh, and here's a picture of Grandpa uh with a uh a Jamaican beanie smoking a <laughs> joint. Aww. That's perfect. Man, that internet sure does know how to deliver. Yeah. So we haven't gotten to Clefable yet, but realistically, there isn't that much of a difference. No. A lot they're... of the stuff's the same. It's yeah. a little, little pudgier. Other In than fact, the, yeah. Clefable, Alolan Sandshrew, Latias, Girder, and Greninja all are the same weight as Ethan. I found that. Ethan? Ethan? Apparently it's like a trainer in one of the games. I don't know. I mean, Clefable only weighs 88 pounds. Yeah, what okay, if like so Ethan is just like child. some kid? It's just like Ethan. No, I think it's like a, a Pokemon fan from games. Michigan. It's a little trainer <laughs> who's like a like one of those like, little squirty kid trainers. I don't know. But I found that. But they're, all those Pokemon weigh the same amount as he does. Um. Yeah, there's nothing interesting about clefable especially even that he's people don't even tend to evolve their clefairies now in competitive play but huge fan theory that gengar is the shadow of clefable or the ghost of clefable thoughts i can see Um, it i don't I don't know. Uh, I guess. I guess it could be. I know that uh, Gengar uh, would absolutely destroy a Clefable in competitive play because Gengar's always been super freaking strong, and yep. now it is also a uh, 
counter to fairy types because of its poison typing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it, 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 it's a cute theory. Uh, Nintendo, of course, probably loves the fact that people uh, refer to it because I don't think they intended it in the first place. But now if they maintain their silence, they're just like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe. They just feed the theory that way, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I don't it, see it. A lot of Pokemon form-wise match each other. Uh, I think this is a really cool one, and it builds for a fun fan theory, but um, I feel like if it were if it were true, they had enough lore to build up or yeah i'd have to look at you know what would seal the deal if i looked up gengar and they were the same height because Mm. if it was a shadow maybe they they'd share the Mm. same height Mm, well depending on where the light is yes i guess so uh gengar is pretty close in height (laughs) um sure i'll yeah, it's true. You heard they're it here. Also the, they're also very, oh, they're almost the same weight. So, yeah, they are. So, yeah. I was just looking at that too. <laughs> well, you got it. The only you, thing, you, the only wait, thing wait, that's a little bit different for me is that, um, well, I mean, the whole evolution line for Clefairy, Clefa, Clefairy, and Clefable all have a 75% female versus 25% male, and Gengar is a 50 50. So, I don't know. Mm, but at the same time, like, uh, Clefa doesn't, outline doesn't look like a ghastly. And a yeah, Clefairy doesn't look like a, a Haunter. So, I mean, it's it's interesting. It's a fun fan theory, but yeah, there's not a lot of water behind it. The only other thing, I mean... Except for they're the same height and weight. I mean, come on. I'm 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 on board now. Just kidding. Got you, <laughs> Nintendo. We, we You think you could beat us? We got you, you dum-dums. We got you. All we had to look at is two numbers being within I mean, five but it's scary of each close. other. It is scary close because Clefable is four foot three inches. Gengar is four foot 11 inches. And then Gengar is also 89 pounds and Clefable is 88 pounds. I mean, that's yeah. like strikingly similar. True. My yeah. shadow weighs uh, the same amount as I do as well. Yeah. My shadow's I, I heavier. Weigh, <laughs> I weigh my shadow, and it's like, ah, that's a 240-pound shadow. I just think of the Tool <laughs> song that's like, my shadow. 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 Uh, Corey from Zap Comics, one of my bosses, loves Tool and listens to Tool often, and I always tell him, you are what you listen to. Uh, Cleffa do we have anything to say about Cleffa other than of course they gave Clefairy a baby type because it just fits like Pikachu got one Jigglypuff got one of course you're gonna give Clefairy one the Jinx one I don't know what the fuck they were thinking about but uh yeah we don't have to talk about Smoochum any earlier than we have to okay Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, the only thing I have about Cleffa is that it's the only Pokemon with a base stat of 218. Um, that's really the only interesting thing I have about Cleffa. Yeah. We already but... talked about its short Japanese name. Hey. Um, the only thing uh, I love is that it 
I mean, obviously, you look at a star, you and you're like that. That Pokemon is a star-shaped Pokemon. The fact that Cleffa also is is so cute. It is. Well, yeah. I think it also says that it it vaguely resembles a star. You know, I mean, they came from a shooting star, so perhaps they got really fucked up when they landed. You know. <laughs> yeah, like a Play-Doh. <laughs> they got Play-Dohed out. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah. The only thing I have left is uh, the shiny ones are pink, pinker. More like hot panker with green ears. Mm-hmm. I also think it's funny that like going from Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow to uh, Gold and Silver, Cleffa gets super pink. Like like just started getting really into spray tan and got super pink. <laughs> Sunburned. <laughs> Sun that's, a, that's it. Looks like it. Yeah. Any other news? Any well, other they, facts? They have. Um... They have wings on their backs, yeah. the uh, evolutionary line, and then they uh, don't use them to fly. Instead, if they're hit with moonlight, they can just float. Aww. Yeah, I was going to say, they can walk on water by flapping their wings just the tiniest bit to give them a little bit of leverage. Um, the only other thing I have is about the trading card game. Cleffa is featured in eight cards and debuted in Neo Genesis. And Clefairy is on 25 cards and it debuted in the base set. And Clefable's on 17 cards and debuted in the jungle set. Funny, too, that Clefairy was a rare in the base set. Oh, yeah. And Clefable did not exist. Right. Clefairy was a uh, hollow, even, right? Yep. Yeah. A rare and a um, I have one of the Clefa cards, and um, I, I think I said this off mic, but... Um, uh, looking at the Pokemon card, I saw that it had an attack that had a just a a shadow where the energy would be, and uh, that signified that it doesn't need any energy on it to use that move. So, oh, nice! Those youngins yeah. they just have pulling energy from anywhere. My favorite yeah. card with Cleffa in it is with the babies. It has a, we talked about this in another episode. It has a Togepi, a Igglybuff, and a Cleffa in it. I just think it's so Very cute. cute. Oh, actually, Very no, cute. I lied. There was another card I, I remember seeing the other day. I showed you, Dave, where Cleffa is just sticking out its tongue. It's like throwing a little ten, temper tantrum. It's just sticking out its little tongue. It's very cute. Very I forget cute. what set it's from. But. Yeah. And I guess the only other thing is uh, people talk about how awful it is. Uh, they hate Whitney. From generation two as a gym leader, the third gym leader, because oh. they think that um, their mill tank is really rough. But really, uh, the Clefairy is the rough part because uh, it knows metronome. And obviously, metronome is a move that can choose from the entire move pool of Pokemon, minus a few moves that uh, it chooses not to draw from. What are those? And I don't remember. <laughs> I'll have to look those up. Um, I know that it can't choose from any move because there are some moves that would interfere with like the flow of battle. Um, I, I don't look. I, I'll have to look it up. Yeah. So um, yeah. Anytime that uh, a random number generator can uh, pull a bad number on you and all of a sudden it hits you with like a fissure or a horn drill and that horn drill also managed to mystically kill your Pokemon in one hit. Like, you know, that 
you know, RNG being not in your favor can be devastating and you could lose your cool. And Whitney is really good for that. But then when you beat her, she loses her cool and she starts crying. So, oh, yeah, her her. uh Wow. There's a huge list of Pokemon of moves that it can't use. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So after you I... assist, baneful bunker, peak blast, belch, bestow, celebrate, shatter, copycat, counter, covet. Crafty Shield, Destiny Bond, Detect. I'm not going to keep. We're only in the D's. So, if there's anything else, I really have to take a Japanese Cleffa. Uh, Oh, okay. I got you. A P. A P. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's the joke. I get it. I stopped looking up the. uh, I stopped looking up if if there are. No one's asked, but I stopped looking up if there were old websites using Pokemon oh. names because after the main ones, it got very no one cared. But right. yeah, I need to take a uh, a Drampa. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a nice like uh, sleeping pill. It's like Drampa. Yeah, please call your doctor if you have any heart conditions. Before Side taking effects Drampa. include nausea, diarrhea, and death. Also, do we mention diarrhea? You're gonna take a big old Drampa in your fucking toilet. Uh, <laughs> Well, thank you for listening to yet another episode of Daycare Dittos. We hope this Friday that you will be enjoying Pokemon Snap. Not any, but the new Pokemon Snap. We hope that you will be sharing your snaps with us as we, of course, would like to make a Pokemon Snap gallery via a book in, in some way. You can reach out to us via Instagram, Daycare Dittos, at Daycare Dittos um yeah and yeah, please don't naked snaps please and uh also um i was looking at how excited people are for the pokemon snap and i always thought people were going to be really excited for this but a lot of people are young and they don't know what pokemon snap is and they're not excited so please it's a lot more fun than you think it's going to be it's going to be a delight we all know that it's going to be the best game ever. And it Give features it a chance. over 200 Pokemon. 200 Pokemon you can you can snap. You want to know the yeah. cutest story too? Do you know why this creative team was given Pokemon Snap? Because they're the best and I love them. Well, this specific developer was given Pokemon Snap because they worked on Pokemon Tournament. Okay. And one of the things that... Uh, Pokemon company loved and highlighted so much is that while you're playing Pokemon, the fields in which you're fighting have like a whole world outside of them. You'll see like a Pokemon sitting on a bench or Pokemon in the trees or like wild Pokemon. And they loved the environments they built so much that they were like, yeah, these are the guys we're going to give Pokemon snap to. So just based on the background of Pokemon tournament is they were like, yeah, we're bringing back Pokemon snap. And this is the reason we want these people to do it. So, yeah, yeah. it just goes to show you do do your best, mm-hmm. even when the world beats you down. You, you know, somebody's going to notice that uh, Clefairy in the background that's taking a pee. <laughs> yep. 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 Well, next week, tune in to one of my favorite Pokemon, Vulpix and Ninetales. I will be nerding out like crazy next week, so you won't want to miss that. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. And uh, shout out to Bandai Namco. We'll be enjoying you this Friday. And as always, tune in next Wednesday. 
And for that, my name is Dave, and we don't have a sign-off. Goodbye. <laughs> my name is PP. And I'm gonna go take a pee. My name is Poo Poo, and I smell like shit. <laughs> Bye.